the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Situation Report today. Very glad to have you joining me. I'm excited to share this conversation with you. Uh, Thoroughly enjoyed this interview. This is, of course, the show where we do our very best to give you the information and perspectives you need to navigate an ever-changing culture. My name is Jeremy Stonlicker. I am your host. And today's episode is not different. We have great conversations all of the time. But when we talk about having the information and perspectives we need to navigate an ever-changing culture, so often that's me talking to a guest or us uh, having a conversation that hopefully will help you make better decisions. Sometimes, however, (laughs) we have great guests on that tell us how they made the decisions they made, how they processed what's happening in the world, how they have developed their worldview, and how they stand up in a culture that is constantly changing, how they've made decisions as culture has changed around them, and even in many ways demanded action from them. Today's guests are guests that really teach us an awful lot if we'll just listen. I'm privileged to have on the co-founders of the giving platform, Give, Send, Go. Perhaps you are familiar with Give, Send, Go. Maybe you are not. You've probably heard, of course, of GoFundMe and some of the other crowdsource giving platforms. Give, Send, Go is different, and we're going to have that explained to us today. I was first introduced to them uh, really personally as the events in Canada in regard to lockdowns and the truckers uh, driving (laughs) their trucks uh, in solidarity uh, to stand against the government. As all of that was happening, as money was being raised, Give, Send, Go was one of the platforms that was being used. That was the first time I was introduced to them. To introduce to them, we're going to hear that story today, but uh, an amazing story and one that really paves the way for many of us to think clearly on some very difficult issues. I'm grateful to have as my guest today, Heather Wilson and Jacob Wells, the co-founders of Give, Send, Go. So let's start with your story. I want to talk about the platform, of course, and you know all that you have done, a lot of the crazy pushback you guys have had. But let's start with kind of where you came from, how you grew up, what formed your worldview that would then lead you into doing what you guys are doing now. Well, Jacob and I are actually two of 12 siblings. Um, <laughs> big family, grew up in southern New Hampshire. Um, yeah. The questions people always ask, we have the same mom and dad, there are no twins, and we are not Catholic. <laughs> Those are the questions that we get. Um, Sure, sure. And so we came from this large family. I'm the second oldest, Jacob's number five. We watched our parents um, model for us a love for God and their faith, a strong in their faith, the character. They were hardworking. They they really gave us a a baseline for life that I am so thankful for for. Um, it, it, it has led me to become who I am today and Jacob and, yeah. and even all of our siblings were very close. Our parents were very intentional with us to say, we want you to not just be siblings, but actually love each other. And so we yeah. have 
tremendous get-togethers as the group gets bigger and bigger we need to find larger spaces but that's who we are and i got married i have six kids now i live down in maryland um with my husband and we've just had an adventure um that's awesome following the lord and and where he's led us today yeah that's really cool right yeah that you know our dad owned a small small local company and like Heather said, he was just a hard worker. And, and so was my mom. Imagine raising 12 kids. <laughs> yeah, I can't I, imagine. I can't <laughs> imagine, yeah. It's absolutely insane. But they came from just solid blue collar, um, the, the heart of America type of people. Um, some, some great family history, you know, on both sides of the family. Just yeah. people that have served our country in so many capacities. And Heather and I just found ourselves. I came out of the military in the Navy um, after 9-11, and we found ourselves just doing life and feeling the call of, hey, what's next for us, God? Where do you want mm -hmm. us to go? And each individually. And then when the idea of fundraising and crowdfunding, as, it, as crowdfunding as an online fundraising vehicle became something and you saw sites popping up, we said, what is there for a platform that is more than just money? It's more than just, hey, let's help raise some money for me to do the things that I want to do um, yeah. kind of that, that played into even the narcissism of, of our society, which mm. is all about me. And we said, fundraising is, should be so much bigger than just me. It should be community. It should be hope driven, like making a difference. And let's instill some of the values that we believe um, that are so crucial to living life. Well, which is faith in God and family. Let's instill that into a platform where we each can share hope with people as they go through difficult situations. And so we, we took that step back in 2015, officially launched the end of 2015, and just saw growth month over month where we built a platform where people could raise money. They had all the tools to raise money like they could on other platforms. But we, as a platform, also brought together community. We shared hope. We have a Pray Now button. We do a whole bunch of other things that wow. we can get into. But yeah, yeah it's, it's, that's part of the journey. Um. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. We are, are living in a moment in time where people are, I guess, accepting, if they are, of you believing whatever you want to believe. So you can believe in God or not. You can have faith or not. You can have faith in whatever you want or not. Just don't bring that into your work. Don't bring that into politics. Don't bring that into uh, very, very much separated. And... Um, I, I love the fact that in your story, what you're doing now flows from what you believe and flows from your worldview. Can you guys talk to that for a minute? Because I, 
I think that's why we're really struggling as a culture right now is because we've divorced what we say we believe in God and about God and in our faith lives from how we're operating, how we're functioning. Can you, can you talk about why it's important that the one informs the other? Or however, I guess you would say that. It's almost hard for me to imagine not yeah. letting the faith that I have influence who who I become and what mm. I do. And so to watch a world that is so full of, uh, so hopeless, yeah. um, that they don't, and we're, we're in this weird spot where people don't know that there's absolute truth. Right. And so they get blown back and forth. And so they're right. afraid to put their name on anything because they're not sure if tomorrow the fact checkers are going to find mm. out that it's not true. Yeah. And, and then what's going to lead them there. And so we watch this world that's going on um, where even sometimes Jacob and I will, will be told, oh, you know, you're going to be talking to these people today. They're not very religious. And we say, well, if God's given us a platform sure. and our whole mission statement is to share the hope of Jesus through crowdfunding, <laughs> then that's what we're going to do. And it doesn't matter. We actually had to be, and I'm sure we'll talk about the truckers, maybe. Um, that was a big part of our story. But yeah. after the truckers, Jacob and I got called to par- speak in front of parliament. Wow. And we said, okay, wow. God, if you're going to put us in front of the wow. nations, we are going to speak for you. Um, and I think that is what's been missing in the church culture over the last 20 years. We've wanted a comforting show that we can go to that makes us feel better about ourselves mm-hmm. and we can go home. And Instead of calling people to live for what they say they believe, because a time is coming where we're seeing it with the censorship. Sure. You either have to decide to stand up and say, no, this is the truth, or you're going to be shut down. Yeah. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. For a limited time, you will save $90 on a pair of my slippers. This blowout sale of the year won't last, so order now. Mike has taken two years to develop the my slippers, and they are designed to wear both indoor and out all day long. Made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, they are also made with quality leather suede. Call 1 800 870 0283. Use the promo code SITREP or go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code SITREP. This offer will not last long, so order now with promo code SITREP at MyPillow.com. Yeah, that's good. Um, Jacob, you mentioned you, that you're in the military. I, uh, my, my day job, my other job, <laughs> uh, I run a veterans organization. We work with uh, veterans, active duty service members, more and more first responders, um, dealing with post-traumatic stress or combat trauma. That's, that's what we do. We've done that for 10 years, and we have programs, nice. and it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. I uh, served in the Marine Corps. I was in Iraq in 2003. Um, and it, it's funny, veterans, you never get away from that. That, that. The lessons you learned, even though it may have been a short period of time in your life, it really follows you and informs a lot of uh, how you look at the world, and I think that's important. Um, how did your service your service in the military um, contribute to how you look at what you do now? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I, I really believe that my time in the military was a, an opportunity for me to see uh, how small and how connected the, wor- the world really was becoming. Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, the ability to travel and, and be um, 
overseas in such a short period of time, see so many different cultures, experience different cultures, mm. all the ports that we were able to visit, the world really became much more real to me, much closer because I was connected. I'd been there. I'd, yeah. I'd seen so many of these places. And so in building a platform where now our platform is in over 80 countries around yeah. the world. I mean, yeah. people are using Give, Send, Go everywhere. Yeah. It, it really laid a foundation for, hey, it's all possible. Like the, the world's out there. Go tackle it. And and so I really think the Navy broadened my horizon yeah. for for how to see the world, how to engage with the world, to live fearlessly in that. Like, wow, man, these people aren't much different than me. They, they require food to eat. Yeah, they yeah. have traditions. They're, they're, they're real life. They hurt. They grieve. All of those things. And, and how can we engage that? So I think that the military was a wonderful opportunity um, to, to not only serve the vision of our country, uh, to see the world in, in a new perspective, and then, you know, realize that there are things worth standing for. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, when we joined the military, we took an oath to support and defend the constitution of the United States. And, you know, one of those founding fathers that, that was played a part in all that said, the constitution was wholly written for religious and moral people. Mm. I think it was Thomas Jefferson that mm. said that, you know, you can't divorce the two. It's, it was intentional around that. And um, I, I think that that's really the crux of this moment in time that we're seeing yeah. is a divorce of those two things. Yeah. In the Constitution, grounded in those Judeo-Christian principles, that underpinning is trying to be ripped out so that man can worship himself rather yeah. than God. Yeah, that's so true. Um, I was going to say that's good, but it's not good, but it is true. And uh, it's a crazy time to live in. Um, I want to I get to what you are doing, but I want to go back to your mission statement. One more time, can you give the mission statement and then explain to our audience how you accomplish that through a crowdsource uh, giving platform. So very early on, like Jacob said, we knew we wanted to be different than the other fundraising sites where it was like fund right, me, fund right, me. Right. And we said, we want to share hope. So our mission statement is, and if you ask any of our team at any time, we have drilled this into yeah. them, we have made it easy. People should not forget that Gives and Go's mission is to share the hope of Jesus through crowdfunding. And I believe it's the call of for Christians everywhere, just add whatever your job mm. is at the end, to share the hope of Jesus through plumbing, mm. through being a yeah. lawyer, whatever your job is, that is should be our mission statement in, in this life. So that is our mission statement at Gives and Go. And we said, you know, how can we do this? Okay, we can add Bible verses to everything we send out, right? That's great, Bible verses, but we want yeah. more. We want to really actually be able to touch people. And we thought, wow, we have thousands of people coming to our site, a lot that are in devastating situations, needing funding because maybe a cancer mm. diagnosis or a child yep. who has passed away. And we said, what if we created a team and this was our first team that we actually put together a prayer team and our prayer team calls every single campaign that gets started on give send go and you so if you started a campaign on give send go because you were in a car accident and, and you had some medical bills you would get a call from a prayer partner that would say hello i am your prayer partner at give send go i've read through your campaign i see that you had this car accident i would love to pray with you right now and i can tell you that the response we get from that, the ways we see God moving in that, make us know that crowdfunding was just a small little vehicle God chose to allow us to reach into people's lives and share hope with him. 
I yeah. would hope with them about, yeah, share him with them. Right. Uh, yeah. And this, and it, 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 that is like Heather said, that was a, a, a starting point. It's, it's even bigger than that in, in so many other ways. I mean, our platform has a pray now button. You're not going to see a pray now button on any other right. crowdfunding platform. You go to a campaign page, that pray now button allows you to send a message to the campaign owner directly to their inbox where they can read tangible words. You know, we, there's an understanding that uh, life, this is an Old Testament verse, it says life and death is in the power of the tongue, the things that you say. Jordan Peterson reiterates that all the time in modern, sure. you know, language yeah. about how important it is to uplift people with the words that you have. You can either kill people with your tongue or, or you can raise them to life with it and how so many people are starving for good affirmations. But we've seen campaign after campaign who've given us feedback and have said, listen, you know, in the journey of me being a whistleblower in this situation or me going through this difficult legal yep. trial or whatever, in the moments where you're riding a roller coaster, where some days things feel like amazing. It's like, oh, well, we're making progress. And then other days you're in the valley. It feels like, oh man, I would just want to give up that in those moments of, of the give up, they've been able to just log on to their give, send, go account open up their message box and see it filled with messages of hope of people from all around the world, supporting them, pour, you know, pouring words of life into their situation. And they say, it changes our perspective. It changes our attitude for us just to be able to come to this, this platform and read amazing words that help uh, uplift them. So those are just a, a handful of things. We've got so many other things that we're doing, our give our army, our prayer walls, all of our different things. There's so many cool stuff, but um, that's how we, inject our faith into into this space of crowdfunding and we're always looking for new ways to do it as well and that doesn't mean that people have to be a christian or even have faith to be on our side we have people all the time that go man enough with the bible verses i love your platform but you know do you have to send a bible verse but then we also have the people that get a call from our prayer army and go man i'm an atheist i don't believe in god but that you're calling me right now, like you don't even know mm -hmm. what I'm going through and I needed this today and I wanna thank you. And they'll be in tears. We had a woman that had just pulled, no, our prayer team just like calls a list, right? Yeah. Like people just keep yeah. added to, getting added to the list. They just start at the oldest and keep trying to catch up. And, and one night, one of our prayer team called a lady and she had just pulled out her gun, like literally in that moment, mm -hmm. it was going to end her life. And because our prayer team, because God orchestrated that, because we could not have orchestrated that. God orchestrated this prayer team partner to call this lady in, in the midst of this dark moment in her life. And, and she just was like, I can't yeah. believe you're calling right yeah. now. I literally yeah. have my gun in my lap. And we were able to talk her down for over an hour, reach out to her, follow up, make sure that she was getting the hope, uh, the support that she needed. And, and we get a lot of positive feedback from people who aren't Christians saying, we just love that you're that based. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> platform. Like, that's, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Who, who makes up your prayer team? Who are the folks that are calling the people on your platform? Yeah. There are some amazing, um, I would say people that are seasoned in life largely. Um, they, they've gone through the trials and the circumstances and the difficulties mm. of life. And they've seen God's faithfulness to them through it. And, and we, we vet them based upon a lot of those things. Like, you know, you're, you're engaging with our customer base in a very, very sensitive way. You've got to be a great yeah, person right, to be able right. to do that, the right person to, to, to be able to yeah. do that. And, 
And these people are amazing. They really are seasoned people that just understand that life is not a, a bowl full yeah. of, you know, yeah, a box yeah. of chocolates or a bowl yeah, full yeah, of cherries yeah. or whatever. There's difficulty. And they speak into that. And it's such an encouraging thing. I mean, constantly, day after day, we're, we're getting people writing an email in and saying, oh, my gosh, I missed the phone call. And <laughs> yeah. I got the I got the voicemail, though, and the prayer was amazing. Or you guys called me and I was able to talk to this person and it was and they following up and saying, thank you so much. I mean, it's just amazing. What has your response from people in other countries been? You're all over the planet. So um, I would imagine the faith message is one that is unusual to a lot of the people who are using the platform. Right. I mean, I was just we, we have a new podcast that we've been trying to ramp up and was just talking with someone in Australia. Um, and we did this podcast with him and he is just was like the first question that we always ask is how do you hear about us? Like we're not, right. we're not doing much for advertising in Australia. Like where, <laughs> where are you getting right. the word about give, set and go? And he's like, well, it's, it's now the word on the street It's like, if you want a platform, that's, mm. that's a solid platform. And, um, he, he was super appreciative. He said, what I'm fundraising for, I don't want it to be necessarily connected with a religious idea because a lot of our users aren't necessarily religious, but the fact that you are gives me a lot of hope as someone trying to lead this, this organization. So yeah. he, he thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, like Heather said, we, even here as, as uh, American kind of loses its traditional Christian sense or whatever religious sense, um, even people that don't believe oftentimes are really just taken back. You know, I think part of it is a result of COVID. You know, COVID pushed people into isolation. It severed relationships. It kind of just did this nasty thing of isolating people. Humans are built for connection. They're built for relationship. And we're able to take one step closer to rebuilding that. We did it right in the middle of COVID. We started these phone calls and reach out, which were something that, that really helped rescue a lot of people that were just drowning in isolation you know, in, in their own thoughts and their own pity right. and, and sorrow. Right. And it's really been an amazing thing for people of all different backgrounds to see. I think, you know, the word freedom, which is what we've kind of stepped into, um, really resonates with people no matter where they're from. Right. They want freedom. You know, the freedom. everybody wants freedom from something, maybe an addiction, maybe a, a habit. Yep. Um Whatever, whatever it is. And so when we say we are now the leader in freedom fundraising, mm-hmm. people, yeah. you know, they don't understand. They might not understand that we believe that true freedom is found in Christ. So it fits yeah. perfectly. Right. But yeah. we, we're like, we're the leader of freedom fundraising because we believe that freedom is a God given right. It isn't yeah, people built governments. Governments didn't build people. Um, and, and so we want to stand for people's freedom to have a voice to tell their story. And that, People want that more than ever now, is they want to be able to tell their story without risk of being shut down. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, And that takes us to the next thing. You guys have fought a fight. And um, I guess my first question is, did you anticipate when you were establishing this platform that you'd ever uh, get into some of the, the kind of weird cultural battles that you've been in? And um, maybe talk us through that, what that looks like, with, whether it's with Kyle Rittenhouse or uh, the truckers in Canada. I, honestly, the first time I personally heard about Give, Send, Go was because of the truckers in Canada. That was the first time that I had heard about you guys and uh, you know, then learned about you and what you have done and what you've been a part of. And um, 
Did you expect that to happen when you were starting this platform? And um, what was kind of the arc of that? I mean, how did how did all of that transpire? Man, you know, it's amazing. Heather uses this analogy all the time, and it's a, another Bible one. And we just, you know, there's so many in there. But David, when he was called by his dad to to go prior to meeting Goliath, he was his dad had just asked him to bring some food to his brothers. Yeah. Right, right. It, it wasn't. It wasn't a hey. Yeah. To this giant that's on the field, is hey, bring some food to your brothers. And, yeah. and David was just being obedient with what he had been asked to do by his dad. He's like, okay, dad, let me go take this. And he shows up and he sees something horrific happening, and he says, wait a second, we can't stand for this. We're not going to stand for. It. I'm not going to stand for this, and I'm going to do something. And then he was very particular about how he did it. He didn't just choose any stone. He chose mm. seven stones and he chose smooth, smooth stones. Like he, he was very particular and that's how we're building the company. Very, very intentional around what we're doing. But we found ourselves just brought into this moment where it was like, okay, there might be writing on the wall. Like David probably knew that there was a, a group of people out there called the Philistines that were at war with his people and, and, but it was distant. It was far off. Yeah. So we, yeah. we, we yeah. kind of felt that, okay, well, yeah, we're seeing a couple of people get canceled out in the distance. Um, but it's not really affecting us that much. Wow, maybe this might come to our footsteps somehow. We don't know. It's just let's just be faithful with what we're doing and work this thing out. Because when you're a small bootstrapped, and Heather and I bootstrapped this company. Like we're not backed by venture yep. capital. We don't have people pulling the strings of give, send, go. It's it's us together with a good community of people that surround us and and help navigate it with us. Um, as far as just friends and family and advisors, but we're just walking this out. And when, when we were on that path of, of growth, where it was just the few of us working together, you're wearing every hat. You don't even have time to think oftentimes about what's coming <laughs> right. down the road. You're just trying right. to make it happen today. And so I think we were kind of in the ground seeing, okay, I'm, there's an enemy out there, but we can't even really think about that because we're just tending our sheep right now and doing this. And then we get called to go do something and it leads us to a battlefield. And I think really it's a tremendous analogy to how we have found ourselves in this place. It's just like God knew that there was a moment in time where a giant need to be uh, felled. And we really believe that Gibson goes to the tip of the spear in, in that we have the best foothold in being able to actually deplatform, not deplatform, but take down, overtake a big, tech or a bad tech, as we like to call it, company in, in GoFME, the other company out there, um, that, that we can actually engage in becoming a bigger platform than they ever were and, and, and dominate in this space because um, we've, we've got victory. We're doing something incredible yeah. and intentional. So, Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that's a great analogy, too. I, I, what, a, what a wonderful word picture. Um, can you talk through some of maybe the internal discussions you did have when you realized that you had showed up to deliver food and now needed to fight a giant, though? Um, I, I know as someone who runs an organization that um, sometimes even what you've settled in your heart and mind, this is what we're going to do. When the conflict does come or the friction comes, you do have moments where you have to step back and have conversations and kind of refocus and retool. And you have found yourself in the last couple of years in the middle of two and I'm sure more, but at least two very public um, major events where a lot of very powerful people were calling for you guys to step out. Uh, can, can you talk 
talk us through that a little bit. I think that helps our faith to to understand how you navigated that. Sure, I think this is a good question for me because when I look back over it, I feel like Jacob was very, and I think a lot of it was the military background too. Um, like this is what we need right. to engage in. And we had a lot of discussion. We woke up one morning, you know, after five years of carry, five, six years of doing Give, Send, Go and watching it grow year after year. We woke up one morning to like thousands of hate mail and death wishes. <laughs> and we're like, what's going on? Right. And like, we're like searching through the site to see what everybody's so angry about. And Kyle Rittenhouse has found our platform. And so in social media, our social medias are blowing up, but not in a good way. People are hating us. Yeah. And we're getting petitions from not just like crazy one side of the aisle uh people but also christians are like wow. how dare you allow him so i'm wow. i'm a people pleaser by nature and so i'm going i don't want to do this like yeah. i was just running this yeah. great crowdfunding site yeah. for someone who wanted adoptions <laughs> right. right like our right. medical bills like this doesn't feel good to me i don't want to drag jesus's name through the mud was really what like I personally wrestled with and Jacob and I, we had lots of long conversations. We called people we trusted and we asked them to pray and fast with us. And we, we really were like, God, is this the direction you're leading us? Because we don't want to find ourselves somewhere without your backing. Yep. Now, if it's where you have led us to be a hundred percent, we will go there and, and I will go there with fear and trembling and my sure. voice shaking, sure. but sure. I will do it. If this is where you've called us to be. And we walked it out and I can tell you, Jacob, uh, I don't know where the Bible verse is found, but Jacob uses it a lot about, um, walking around as bold as lions. Mm. And I could see that shift happening in me personally as I started to take a stand for truth, as I started to speak out about things that I saw and really say, no, I need to have opinions on things. That's good. I need to like define who, what is truth and, and what I'm going to do about it when, when it's not being spoken. And, and I think that's where the rubber hit the road for Jacob and I, and we said, nope, we're going to, this is where God wants us. Yep. We're so thankful he probably didn't tell us that. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But but today we're going to start walking this out. And it didn't get easier after Kyle. You know, the news cycles go like this, right? Mm -hmm. And so you ride the, the wave of like, oh, my gosh, is this ever going to end? And then it just like falls off the face yep. of the earth. Like, yep. And you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Right. But then the next one comes and we went from like voter fraud and anti-CRT and anti-vax and like all January 6th, Proud Boys, like things that the world hated, the left hated. Mm. And, and we're sitting there going, okay, even if we don't agree, we're going to allow for freedom in yeah. this. And it has made us emboldened as we step out and we watch that God does have our back and that he does give us the wisdom he promises in the Bible that, that he will direct our path if we seek him. And so it's been an exciting adventure. Right. It really is. I'm excited now when I get asked to talk at the beginning, I was like, Oh, like, I don't know. <laughs> and, you know, and, and again, Jacob's been more in the political, like following a lot of the political stuff and coming out of the Navy. Um, he was a little more solid in mm. that. Um, but, it's been an exciting venture for us to see that God has bigger things. And if you just are obedient to him, he will have each one of us change the world, even if it's not as a platform like Gives and Go, even if it's in your neighborhood. Yep. Man, that's great. 
What was, uh, when you went to Parliament, you got called to the Canadian Parliament, what, what was that like? Um, what did that conversation even sound like? Oh, Lord. Man. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, it was an incredible opportunity, obviously. You're, you're getting called to speak to one of the um, you know, leading Western governments in, and being able see, to, to just see that. Incredible opportunity. That's yeah. what he says. He, I'm like, I don't want to do this. I heard you say that, incredible <laughs> opportunity. And I just thought to myself, I, I love how you frame everything as an opportunity because I would look at that probably very different than that. But I appreciate that uh, you do that. <laughs> yeah, well, um, it was there was a lot of trepidation at the same time. I mean, we, we were here in the U.S., so it wasn't like we, we actually went to Canada. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that they would have let us leave <laughs> if we did. Um, but... We went, it was a Zoom call, and the first hour was them talking with um, the couple payment processors, PayPal and, and Stripe, and then GoFundMe. Um, they kind of put all of them on one side of the table. And in many ways, those companies just acquiesced over and over mm. to the government. Yep. And and then it was our turn for the next hour. Um, and and it was it was very interesting because um the the government seemed to want to make this about a crowdfunding campaign instead of about turmoil that they created in their own backyard like in their in their own country like somehow the truckers were doing this because gibson and go was was (laughs) like right no we're just a platform people fundraise on they're upset because of the policies that you've created and your dear leader has run away when they show up in Ottawa to have a yeah, discussion, yeah. which is what happened. Justin Trudeau disappeared for a week and a half and, and completely. And, and we called them out on that. We didn't back down from our position. They didn't do anything appropriate. They never reached out to us to, to, and we, we let them know. It's like, if you guys really thought that there was violence happening, why didn't you contact us? Because you didn't. Yeah. We called them out on all their BS and yeah. they started to get, irritated with us so much so that the person that I was engaged with and I was keeping a a really calm demeanor, he began to berate me so much that one of his fellow MPs, member of parliament actually had to tell him like call a call for order because he's harassing the witness. Like so borderline abusive. Yeah. yeah, It's borderline abusive how he was attacking me just for stating the things that I was stating, but it was, and, and I wasn't stating it overly aggressive or even forward. I was just making a, like, you know, you guys never called us. You never, you never reached out to us. And, and then um, the funny part is about halfway through or ish or whatever, my Wi-Fi froze. <laughs> and, and so we had this agreement that I said, Jacob, I'm so nervous about doing this. <laughs> you speak and I'm just going to be in the background and I'll just be praying for you for wisdom yeah. and that you will have the words to say. And he is like knocking it out of the park. He's so calm. They're asking him all tough questions, getting angry. And he is just so calm. And I am like, God, thank you. And then all of a sudden his <laughs> internet freezes and my stomach drops. And I am like, come on, Jacob, come on, get your internet back up, get your internet back up. And it doesn't. And they go, so, Miss Wilson, we assume that you're able to right. speak as well. Right. And I am like, wow. Uh, wow. And sure enough, <laughs> I had to speak. I had some great, like, great little 
one-liner type things. Like they went on why we yeah. didn't shut down yeah. these campaigns. And, and I said, well, you never asked us to. Like we didn't know, you know, the only way we even would have known you had a problem was on social yeah. media. And on social media, I can find out about aliens. So I'm not going to talk about social media. Right. They, all, they didn't like it very much, but I was like, hey, you know what? Yeah, okay. They're Canadian. Don't worry too much about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the things you mentioned, Heather, a little while ago was that, you know, part of freedom is allowing people who you disagree with to use a platform like Give, Send, Go. And what a great statement. What a great truth. That's what freedom is. And I mean, even as a Christian, there are a lot of things that I would defend that I, you know, completely disagree with. But as an American, I think that you have a right to do, you know, certain things. Um, how do you guys parse that out? And, you know, even having that conversation about the truckers and what they were doing and whether there were problems or not, I mean, at some point you have to parse out like, well, maybe I don't agree with it. Maybe I do. But that is not relevant to what we're talking about. Our first step is always, and, and we looked at each other early on and we said, Jacob, and you know, I, we're going to give ourselves grace. Yeah like not always get mm. it right because we're not always going to get it right. And, and so that was a conversation where we're going to cover everything we do with grace for ourselves, because we won't always get it right for the people that come on our platform that have made stupid mistakes. And we're going to allow to crowdfund. We're going to give them grace. We're going to give their haters grace that write in and tell us what a horrible yep. people yep. we are for allowing these people to fundraise. And so that's like our baseline. Um, we do have a couple things that we won't allow on Give, Send, Go, besides just the normal, like, well, you're on a terrorist right, watch sure. you can't <laughs> sure. fund in the United sure. States or whatever. Um, we say you can't murder and you can't do have do ch raise money for child abuse. Now, those sound like mm. obvious things, but with murder, we won't allow you to... Um, raise money for an abortion because that is murder. Yeah. And so that's, yeah. that kind of covers that for us because yeah, you're not going to murder right. your neighbor and you're not going to murder that's your good. baby. And then um, we also don't let you raise money for child abuse, which again, sounds very like no one would argue that until we say, well, you can't have a gender transition surgery on mm. your child because that's child abuse. Now, if you're 20 years old and you feel like that's what you want to do and you want to use give, send, go to fundraise, you can do it and we're going to have our prayer team yeah. call you yeah. and let you know that your identity isn't rooted in how mm. you feel today. It's rooted in God and he made you just how you are. And so we have to parse a lot of those. And we, you know, people love, this is the, probably people's favorite questions when they're talking mm. to us is to go, well, right. What about sure. This? Yeah, sure. It's right. Because there's so many yep. situations that we're going, okay, we have to figure out. Um, what our standard, but we, we look at the garden of Eden and we say, God gave people freedom in the garden, knowing that we were going to mess sure. it up from the yeah, very, that's very right. beginning. That's right. And instead of then just condemning us and saying, you know what, I'm done with this. He then stepped in, came down to earth and redeemed us Yeah. by dying on the cross. And we said, you know, if we can emulate who Jesus was, who God is, what our faith is. It's when people are in those messed up situations, often because of their yep. own choices, we are going to step in and to the best of our ability, provide that hope and, and help redeem the situation by letting people know that they aren't the, the sum of that's their good. mistakes. Yeah, that's good.
Right. Yeah. Oh man, that's. Yeah, I was wondering, Jacob, what you were going to say on the end of that because there's nothing left to say, right? Got it all. No, that's why she's the big sister. She's, she's like, the big sister, and that's how it should be. <laughs> he comes up. He comes afterwards, and I'm like, oh, he just, he just knocked it out of the way. <laughs> yeah. No. It, it's. It is true. I mean, I, I, I think we have. With freedom, you're always going to have. Yep. Danger. That's right. I mean, that's that's a byproduct of freedom. I mean, it's the it's part of the the difficulty or the, the I mean, you, you hear this term over the past 10 years. You've heard a lot of helicopter mm. parents. They like prevent their kids from doing anything. So, you know, their kids never, never have the potential to get hurt or never get. In, and they never at this at the same time, they believe because of that helicoptering that the world revolves around them, that there is no world beyond them. When you allow your kids to, you know, exist in the world yep. and have the potential of their choices to, to affect them, they learn that there's a world beyond them. And they don't then go and engage the world in a mindset that is all about them. And I think that that's the difference between these two mindsets is we believe that in freedom, you actually learn to do better in the sure. world because you realize, wow, the world is much bigger than me. And so we're going to, and then I think that this is the fundamental idea of what Heather was saying about the garden is that God put freedom in knowing bad stuff would happen, but the role of people of faith in, in the result of that is as bad stuff happens, we don't stop it. We say, Hey, let's come on. Let's, let's redeem this. Sure. Let's, let's help be a hope in the middle of, of difficulty. Yeah. Let's uncancel people because that is what the cross right. is all about. We all should yeah. have been canceled. And instead of reaching out to cancel people as quick as we can because they are doing something we don't like, let's uncancel That's awesome. people. You guys are amazing. Um, really, I, I hear all of this, and, and what I think of is this is what Christianity is supposed to look like. Like <laughs> what you're doing and how you're functioning and the decisions you're making, that's uh, what people who read the Bible and are informed by Scripture and allow God to work through them do. Um, where can people follow you guys and, and how can people use give, send and go if they haven't already figured it out? Man, we're, we're everywhere. It's really cool how quickly we've been growing. So you can go to give, send, go. It's those three words, give, send, go, because we're called yep. to be givers, not just goers. We're called to be givers too, pouring into to people that are going, but give, send, like you're sending something out and go give, send, go.com. You can read about us. You can look at job opportunities. We're, you know, we're hiring people. We're growing. Um, you can go to social media pages. Pages. We're on pretty much every social media platform. Right. There's a lot of them. <laughs> there are. So you know, <laughs> so you can go to you know any of your favorite social media platforms. If we're not there, send an email in info at givesendgo.com and say, hey, right. why aren't you on this platform? And we'll try to we'll try to get on for you. But but yeah, you check us out. We're there. You can become part of our Giver Army, which is a cool thing that we have on GiveSendGo.com. Um, we've got a whole lot of other cool things. You can you can read about us, and, and you can see some amazing campaigns that are taking place. Heather and Jacob, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time, and uh, I'd love to talk again. Really thankful for what you guys do, and, and, and more importantly, how you do it. So thank you for that. Thank you for being an example, and uh, hope you stay strong. And um, man, just keep doing the good work you're doing. Likewise, Jeremy. Thank you so much for having us. It's great. Many of our veterans feel they need to fight their battles alone. This self-isolation has led to the staggering statistic of more than 20 veterans taking their lives every day. The mission of Mighty Oaks is to eradicate the veteran suicide epidemic and help our warriors change their legacies. 
We've been able to help over 4,000 veterans and first responders by equipping them with the tools they need to live the lives they were created to live. Our faith-based, peer-to-peer approach has one of the highest success rates of any program available today, offering hope and understanding to those who need it most. By aligning their lives to biblical principles, these men and women are able to lead their families, their communities, and our nation. It's your generosity that can make a difference in the lives of the men and women who have fought for our country and our freedoms. Now that they're home, don't let them fight alone. Learn more at MightyOaksPrograms.org. Fantastic interview. I could have continued and talked all day long. Um, they have uh, jobs to do and a very important business to run. So I decided it was best to end where we did. But just so thankful for their perspective. And um, again, I said this at the top of the show, but often we do our best to extrapolate lessons from people that will help us navigate the world around us. Uh, this interview that you just heard certainly can do that. But in a lot of ways, it's just understanding the thought process of people who've been in the thick of it, who have made good decisions, and who provide an example for the rest of us to follow. So thankful for that example. What a great interview and a great conversation. If you are not yet subscribed to this podcast, you need to be. Subscribe right now. We put out three episodes every single week, great conversations like the one that you just heard. Make sure that you are subscribed on your podcast platform of choice, and then take some time, go to YouTube. You can subscribe to The Situation Report. You'll find our channel there. Subscribe, hit the notification bell, and then leave us a comment, share this content out. That would be awesome. Really appreciate you joining me today. Hope you have a great week. We will talk to you next time. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.